Hey, Feasters, and welcome to episode 229. Do you have a tagging framework or segmentation method for your email list? If not, I want you to listen to this episode because I'm going to share with you the two segments you need in your email list. Welcome to the Ask Res podcast. I'm Jason, and I'm here to help you get past those bumps in the road, those struggles, those things that hold you back from building an amazing and profitable freelance business each and every single day. So over the past couple of weeks, I've had tons and tons of conversations, more than usual, about segmenting your list and really improving segments so that you get your subscribers to buy from you. Now, if you struggle with your email list and really around the segmentation portion of your email list, I want to have you listen to this episode because let's just assume for the sake of brevity that you are already segmenting your list at least to the point of people who have bought from you and people who haven't bought from you. And if you're like me, you're tag happy. You want to track everything someone does on your list so you tag everything. This is great, but if you don't do anything with that information, it's just cluttering your CRM or your email marketing platform. So I want to help you get out of this clutter, this hoarding of tags that you are doing with two things to focus in on when you're segmenting your email list. The first thing is intent. Why do people buy from you? What problems are they trying to solve? Intent is essentially the buyer's goal. It's what they want to achieve when they buy from you. Someone's intent is all the benefits that are important to them that they will get from you, your solution, or product. It's their motivation behind the purchase decision. For example, if you want to buy a big screen TV because the big game is on and you're having a party, the intent there is that you want everyone to see the game And, well, let's be honest, maybe you want to impress your friends a little too. That's the motivation behind the purchase of a big screen TV. Another example, and maybe a little bit more relevant to you as a service-based owner, is a nonprofit wants to redesign their website so that they get more signups for their fundraiser. The intent here is that the nonprofit needs signups to get more donations so that they can fuel their mission. The motivation behind the purchase of a redesign is that it will result in more signups. How you obtain this intent is either through asking them and recording that as a tag through either a trigger link or even just replying to an email that you send out. Or the more efficient way of getting that intent is by asking someone who just bought from you what they hope to achieve from their purchase. Then you could take that information and turn that into headlines on your website, maybe even case studies or articles too. The second segment to focus in on is interest. This is harder, well, this is more difficult to do, but when carefully planned out, it's very powerful because interests are where you're able to really hone in on the language so that you can craft a proper buying journey for them. You want to craft a story. Interest is a big area to cover because it's a wide range of possibilities. It's actually, from my experience, where most get stuck in the weeds with. In a minute, I'll share with you how you can avoid that, though. For the sake of choosing the easy road first, 
demographics is part of interests. In the case where I mentioned about the TV, the one making the decision obviously likes sports, has expendable income, and even has a time crunch to make a purchase. In the scenario around the nonprofit, well, that's the first demographic. The age of their existing website and the number of signups they have for their fundraiser are also demographic data points. Simply because they need a redesign doesn't mean they will convert into signups. You are the professional who understand all of the parameters that go into that conversion. Things like traffic and word of mouth and social and everything else are all factors that they don't know about. If those are all good, then moving a signup button around on the website may work for them. However, if there isn't enough of that, a redesign may not even help but maybe a paid ad campaign would be better off for them. The more difficult but intentional road to travel is creating opportunities for a potential buyer to engage with you that illustrates interest. For example, if you're like me, then you prefer video and audio content on the web over reading a 15,000 word article. You could find this out by having various types of content that talk about the same thing. One type is video, one type is a podcast, and another is the long form article of all the same topic. This is an interest segment that allows you to give specific content types to them, but also know that if you are selling a book, that they may be more interested in the audiobook rather than the hardcover book. So you can position your product in that light. Now, as I said, this is the segment where most get into the weeds a bit because figuring out all the specific data points of interest is hard to do. So instead you tag everything and everyone. If you're tagging everyone, then I would suggest that you look at all of those tags, see how many of your customers are in a particular tag or a group of tags. Are you seeing a pattern of particular articles, videos, resources, lead magnets, maybe even certain emails that they're clicking on? If so, that's where you start. Those tags are telling you the story of your customers, that you want to tell leads that exact same story. If you want to get more into this, let's have a conversation. I'd love to do that. Find me on Twitter at res or head on over to my website res.com there i engage with my newsletter first and foremost obviously so you want to jump onto that and in exchange i'll send you ways to get your best clients until next time it's your time to live in the feast